You're recording? Yes. All right, me too. All right, so here we go. So what's your name? My name is Susan Stroop, and I am a theater artist in Baltimore, Maryland. So what's the question you have for us? So the question I have is, what is the best way to document what we write off? Is there anything else that you would like to add? Uh, I think that's all I have to say. I'm just looking forward to hearing what you have to say. I am nearly the messenger in <laughs> this venture. That is all I do. Excellent. This is Artist File. Here's your host, Felipe Cabezas. As artists, we write off many things for taxes. Many things. And we have to record it all, which can be a major drain on our time. So what can we do to be as efficient as possible when documenting our write-offs? We're giving our listeners multi-billion dollar strategic advice. <laughs> well... That's Nikki Lair. She's a consultant who's based in Mexico City in Washington, D.C., she advises Fortune 500 companies, multi-billion dollar Fortune 500 companies, on operations. She was also a classical guitarist in a previous life. So you don't play the guitar in the office? <laughs> I have not yet played the guitar in the office, no. So um, how should we document what we write off? I, I kind of have um, four, four main thoughts around this. So the first one is m keep all receipts electronically. Um, the moment that you purchase something or that you have an expense related to the business, take a picture of it, turn it into a PDF, and file it away. That way you've got everything in one folder or in one computer or on one phone, and it's really easy to go back to. I think there's a big risk of misplacing receipts or filing them away somewhere um, that they get lost or destroyed or you know your one-year-old colors on it with a green crayon and can't read the amount. Um, and so I think that uh, you know having it in an electronic form is really the safest way to go and the most foolproof way to go. I think at the end of the day, it's really about saving you time. And instead of having to go back through a bunch of receipts, if you've got them organized in a really straightforward way, it's just going to make it so much easier when it comes time for taxes. And I think that's the real, one of the real important benefits of doing it electronically is the efficiency. Are there any safety concerns with any electronic things? My, my personal opinion is that there's a lot of security integrated into these software items and into your telephones, and that the risk of um, damaging or misplacing or losing your box of receipts uh, in paper format is just as great as the risk of somebody you know, hacking your personal telephone and, and, and finding your $100 receipt there. I, I also you know, question how much um, we would be concerned about somebody if even if they did see a couple of receipts for your business, um, you know what would they be able to do with that information? And if you purchase things online and have your credit card online, it's a similar um, it's a similar type of risk. Uh, I think we're in a day and age where the risks are are constantly being monitored and people are working you know day and night to improve security on electronic things. So then the basic issue for electronic versus hard copy is the whole issue of of damage essentially that's d damage and loss that's essentially what we're talking about here 
Yeah, there's damage, there's loss, and then there's a third one, which is if your receipts are in a very unorganized form, you might just simply miss something. And I think that could have some, you know, non some pretty not some pretty significant impact um, in in the end of year write-offs. If you miss, you know, a, a three hundred dollar receipts, that's three hundred dollars that um, you know won't go to write-offs at the end of the year. So let's move forward then. What is the second point that you brought up? Create a good categorization system for your receipts. I imagine at the end of the year, if you have a pile of paper receipts or one folder with a whole bunch of a mess of you know 300 individual PDFs, it, it probably will be equally as, as time consuming to go through. So what I mean by a good categorization system is the following. Um, you know, let's say you're a musician. Um, you might say, hey, I've got four types, four main types of receipts that I'm going to slot all of my things into. Number Number one, music supplies, so things like instruments, speakers, microphones, cable stands, right? Number two, promotional costs, so things like printing flyers or concert programs or advertisements, posters. Um, Number three, travel, so your hotels, your meals, your gas, miles on a car. And number four, merchandise, so if you're selling more than just your concerts, if you've got CD productions, t-shirts, whatever falls in. So with those four big categories, then... You can create a system um, where it's easy to go back and look up a specific receipt that you know, maybe you bought something in October and it was a new guitar. It's easy to go back into that system and be able to pinpoint and identify what you're looking for pretty quickly. If you can come up with the three or four big categories of receipts that you then file everything into, um, then it will help you organize and go back at the end of the year to really identify how to best use those uh, costs for write-offs. One little tip that I use in my professional life, which has helped me immensely, is actually what name to save your file under. And I always start with the year, then the month, and then the day, and then whatever name I use. And that way, if I sort in my folder by name, it'll always come up, um, it will always come up um, in, uh, by, in order of the, of the date of, of that receipt. Fantastic. Let's move on. Let's go to the third point. So what is the third point that you brought up? Third point is log it in the moment. Um, it literally takes 10 seconds, 15 seconds, maybe 30 seconds at most to snap a picture of that receipt, save it with your, your um, categorized title, and file it away. Um, if you end up at the end of the week or at the end of the month with a stack of 150 receipts, uh, it will take a lot more time to go through First of all, to find an hour or two or three to sit down and focus on it, and then to go through and remember what each receipt was for and what category it should go in. But if before you even leave the store, once you've made a purchase, you snap that picture and put it away, you've saved yourself probably five times the amount of time later on. So why should I do this? Save time and save frustration and probably avoid several errors later on. Fantastic. And let's move on to the fourth point. What was the fourth point? Don't dismiss the small stuff. The small stuff could be anything from printing flyers to a concert or even mileage on a car if you're driving to shows or art exhibitions. Um, let me give you an example using the mileage on the car. Let's say you drive from D.C. to New York for an art exhibition. That's about 500 miles round trip. And it's not just gas that ends up being a business expense, but it's 
the overall maintenance of your car, depreciation, tires, insurance, license and registration, et cetera, et cetera, which adds up to be a cost of about 75 cents per mile. So for that 500 mile round trip to New York that you do for your art exhibition, it's a $375 business expense. I think a lot of people tend to overlook it, as did I many times. Let's say you do that trip to New York three times in a year, that's $1,000 that uh, of write off of potential write offs. Of course, you should check with your tax attorney with all of this um, and consult a professional. But these are just some things to keep in mind. That while it might seem that it's something small or or insignificant in the moment, it actually can add up. So those are the the four major major themes that I would encourage. Number one, keep all receipts electronically. Number two, create a good categorization system for your receipts. Number three, log it in the moment. And number four, don't dismiss the small stuff. So essentially, what you're teaching us is to create a habit so that way I maximize my safety in terms of finances later down the road. Absolutely. Create good habits to file and organize in the moment, keep things electronically, and it will save you time, energy, and avoid errors later on, which will maximize the amount of write-offs you'll get for your business. There you go. Now we're all on our way to becoming multi-billion dollar artists. Remember though, Artist File provides general guidance, not advice, on matters of interest to artists. The goal is to enable you to think more intelligently about managing business, not to tell you what to do. For professional advice regarding finances, consult a local financial professional or art support organization. Three episodes down and seven to go in Artist Files pilot season. Catch us at SoundCloud or iTunes. And if you want to ask a question or to answer one, visit www.artist-file.com and click on the appropriate link on the right-hand side. And share Artist File with your friends and family. I hear it makes a fantastic present. Until next time.